1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Thanks for listening to Primetime with Isaac and Souk On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan.
3: Service Patriots is your home for comfort solutions for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash The Fan. Good afternoon.
1: it's five o'clock five o'clock one step
0: closer to my own personal health
1: this is prime time on sports radio 1080 the fan we expect the best we're not afraid to break someone do you hear me prime time is your source for the best in local regional and national sports go
0: ahead and clap Mediocrity deserves applause. Isaac Robb
1: I'm miserable. I had to get up at 10 o'clock this morning. Jason Sicanet. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Prime time on 1080, The Fan. All right.
2: Welcome back. Hope you're having a nice, juicy, burnt-out little Thursday. We'll Dropping Souk. A little out. crazy now with the
3: the weather and maybe another round of it coming in. I'm Rob Are we freezing yet? Are we getting because they said that the freezing rain is coming back tonight? Does anyone are we frozen at all yet? That's big soup. We're uh, we letting it go? Well, it's been raining all day. It's just a matter of
2: the temperature, and it appears that it's just kind of teetering on freezing. Yeah. And based on uh, my AccuWeather app, which is accurate, well, I would hope so. Uh, it's going to stay about this temperature all through the night.
3: So they're saying that in some places it could freeze because of yeah. the wind, in other places it won't. And right.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, so it's just yeah, kind of— God's sakes. We're just kind of right on that— <laughs> it's Right in that razor's edge. Right on that cusp. Yeah. Although I do see here— Yeah, it says like 32, 33, 32, 31, <laughs> all the way until— about noon tomorrow, 35 degrees. Yeah,
3: the weather advisory, I think, is uh, God the, the God. National Weather Advisory till 10 o'clock Friday morning <sighs> with more freezing rain. Can I
2: just offer something up real quick? Please go for it. This is the worst, of, of all of the types of weather, non-catastrophic weather. Yeah,
3: the, the typhoon or the tornado yeah, I mean, or whatever. I
2: just know. mean normal weather, things yeah. that can happen. Yeah. This is the worst.
3: Ice blows.
2: And it's not just ice. It's it's effing raining right now. Yes. It's raining, but it's iced. Yes. <laughs> can't what? see when you're driving yeah, on you the highway? you can't see anything. It's <laughs> gray as hell. Everybody's <laughs> falling all over the place, breaking hips. Dude, my, my yes.
3: neighbor- tents are falling off! My Pet's poor, heads are
2: falling off.
3: My Come poor out, neighbor, rah! you know, amongst the olds. I mean, he's got to be seventy. I felt so bad. He took a tumble, and I was like, kind of doing that. Should I go out and help? I'm looking across, and he he was kind of doing a crawl back into the house. And so I, you know, I just was like, ah, oh, stay in my lane. But you want it to was
0: save its dignity. Well, I, don't know, it's, I, I
3: was looking. I was like, because look, if I went out there, the only thing that was happening is like, hey, you okay? Because I'm not making a crusty without me falling on my ass too. You know, when the olds fall, that's a it's a scary thing. And he was outside trying to take care of the ice, probably so that his wife could get out there. And and he he took a nasty tumble. There's snow,
2: there's ice, <clears throat> there's rain, yeah,
3: there's slush, but no no fun stuff. There's nothing enjoyable about this at all. Our lights, lights keep just flickering. flickering.
2: Yeah, power goes in and out. Yeah. Pipes burst. My neighbor just texted me and said that. Their neighbor, who we've never met, but they're on the other side, they are over there showering at their house because they haven't had water for five days. It's Thunderdome out there. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's not good. Meanwhile, we're we're in here doing a show, and I I think 95% of our audience (laughs) can't get it.
0: (laughs) Not... 95% Ninety-five percent of our audience is dealing with the same flickering that we're dealing with. Probably. Yeah, I've got,
3: and this is the problem. Like, it's all I, I got. Thirty-six and Tigered from someone. Yes, it's freezing rain right now. Hey, that's balmy. We're getting in Gresham. It hasn't stopped ever having any of the freezing rain. Everyone on my street is still completely iced over. It's like it's it. It, it varies from place to place. It's so stupid. It's just the worst. Yeah. yeah. Screw this. I just uh, look officially at that. Look to your left.
2: Look at that. Yeah. Where do you suppose that is? Uh, it's one of those screensavers on the TV.
3: Yeah, that's that doesn't look like Hawai'i, that's like more like a Thailand. It looks sort Tha- of, yeah, I was yeah. gonna
2: say Thailand. Yeah. Nice beach.
3: Yeah, I'm currently looking at, at booking a trip to St. Lucia sometime in the next two or three months and I don't know why you would. I gotta get the hell out of here.
2: God uh, Anyway, enough of us complaining. <laughs> we soldier on. <laughs> that's right. Until I crash and die on the way home. Uh, we have our college football postseason crack house coming up next. All right.
3: <laughs> I like where this is going.
2: Yeah. Got some college football uh, nuggies.
3: Do you, do you think drug dealers are really feeling the the pain right it. now? You know, you can't
2: Oh yeah? You know. what, what do you mean? Well, I mean you'll tell you what, that homeless camp right over there is vibrant.
3: Oh yeah, it's popping I off. I mean it's
2: like they come out of the yeah, it's, it's like
3: this their time to shine. The streets yeah, are uh, the fires are
2: yeah. are high, the the dances, the zombies, yeah. the I'm drugs.
3: Ju- I'm just saying, like, let's say you're, uh, you know, you're, you're working a friendly crack house. You know, you're, you're trying to distribute crack to all the good boys and girls of uh, of, of Southeast. And um, no one can get to you. Like, you know, it, 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 the, the traffic is, is ground to a halt. You can't go out on foot. You're not uh, traveling anywhere. You can't get your crack. I'm sure that hurts the uh, the bottom line, right?
2: It might, but I think look at the bright side, and that is maybe this is the way to to bat- battle the war on drugs. Mm, we just freeze
3: them out. Yeah, yeah not, weather not a,
2: not a they idea. can't get them.
3: I would like to know if the drug tra- or is that one where nothing stops it? Like if you need oh, I'm your, guessing,
2: nothing stops. If it.
3: you need your crack or your heroin or your fentanyl, neither rain nor sleet. You're like the post office. Nothing is stopping
2: you. All right, I have a question for you then. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying this about DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. This is a hypothetical, a fake hypothetical. It's important. So, DeAndre Ayton of your Portland Trailblazers could not get out of his house due to ice in his neighborhood, and he could not play in last night's game. Yes. If DeAndre Ayton Mm -hmm. were a crack addict.
3: Yeah. Does (laughs)
0: Does he get out of the house to get the crap for his fix? See, I feel like it's more on the situation of the drug dealer to have a four by four vehicle. <laughs> drug dealers don't deliver. What? Uh, in this situation, for the money, I think they would. <laughs> Are you kidding me? There's three, four days of snow. They'd be like, uh, "Yes, sir." So this is my money making weekend. Price gouging. So I'm
2: sure. There you go. Exactly. I'm sure Aiden lives in a nice neighborhood, right? Yes.
0: We're
3: assuming up in Tualatin- So there's just some dude on a four-wheeler- Just out there delivering. With a backpack of crack? <laughs> <This> delivering?
2: <guy's... laughs> yeah. Like, Schulte, what are it's you like,
0: talking about?
3: There's DoorDash for heroin? What? Hey, there's- This guy a... says he's been out of weed for three
0: days. <laughs> Opportune businessmen all over this world. I would not be shocked. Oh, yeah, I, this
3: is one of those where I, I would be fascinated to know. Because it it's affected everybody, right? Everyone has been affected. But if you peddle in drugs or flesh, I'm assuming that this is like. like downtime for you. Yeah. Like Vacation. I, yeah. The drug
2: dealers get vacations. I'm Now's guessing. Right? If you can get out.
3: Nothing you can do about it.
2: All right. Uh, Club tonight, we've got Shark Bite News. Uh, who is playing Richard Simmons in a new biopic? Have you seen
3: this? Yeah, apparently people are unhappy about it. Well, Richard Simmons is unhappy about exactly. it. Exactly, he's a number one.
2: But I tell you, none of it matters compared to who is playing Richard Simmons. It's it's a little offbeat, but when you hear it, you'll be like, eh, it makes it makes sense. Well, actually, he's apparently he's getting rave reviews.
3: This is going to be like the John Travolta comeback in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> this is is what's going to lead this man back to prominence. And by the way, it's not Steve Gutenberg. Although no. that was my first thought was like not. I wonder if Gutenberg could make a comeback playing an old Richard Simmons. I have human head
2: news. I mean, there is a lot to get to in the club. Right now, though, the hot five at five.
1: Oh, hot topics, hot opinions. Oh, golly, I'm hot today.
3: And hot air. It's time for the Hot Five at Five. It's hot. The Hot Five at Five on Primetime with Isaac and Soup. No, I mean it. That's very
0: hot. The Hot Five at Five with Isaac and Soup. Brought to you on the fan by Victorico's Mexican Food, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Online at victorico's.com. Five. Number,
1: five. Number five. Number five. Number
3: five. By the way, we have a former drug dealer that has chimed in on the Vancouver Four text line. He, I like that he puts former. As a former drug dealer, dot, 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 it never stops. Yeah, I so. ah,
2: told you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, this guy, well, I think what he's saying is that they're out looking for the fix. You find, uh, you I, find a way. I, but I'm can still you get a little it? skeptical of your drug <laughs> delivery, your exclusive drug delivery uh, operation. <laughs> Meals but. on
3: wheels, but for...
2: But for crap, the next guy says, "Trust me, those people are still braving the elements for the juice." Yeah, bundle it up. Uh, in the wake of an assistant coach's death, Warriors game uh, tomorrow against Dallas has been postponed. Uh, the Blazers are now 11 and 29.
3: Does that scare you a little bit? Your over under bet? What is no, it? 20? 20... It's 28 and a half. So mm-hmm. they they can win 28 games. They're still well under the pace. But yeah. I, the only thing that that gives me solace is the only team they can beat is Brooklyn. So. <laughs>
2: Well, it's, it's sort of feeling like they win once a week out of yeah, nowhere, I,
3: like I, once a week,
2: yeah, which a, should you should be fine. I,
3: but I feel it. Look, I'm not gonna lie. As I was in the building last night when they hit the the runner, everyone was going nuts. I turned to my buddy. and I was like, no, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't I don't like it. Maybe it's uh, once every two weeks. I don't like them. I don't like letting them inching towards those 29 wins. Uh,
2: Indiana will be here tomorrow. Pascal Siakam should be making his debut. Yeah, if he can actually get to the arena. And then Tyrese Halliburton is still out uh, for them. Um, in a move surely not to be healthy for anyone involved, Alabama AD is saying that Nick Saban will now be an advisor to the program. Uh, his role is unclear, but he will have 100% access. And the word is he's already been lobbying players who committed to him on behalf of Kalen DeBoer.
3: Yeah, because they've they've been decimated in the transfer portal too. And so they gave Saban an office at the, the stadium. DeBoer is embracing him uh, for this transition, and they're, they're hoping that yes, – remember, when you enter the transfer portal – you don't have to go you can come back so yeah that's the the belief is that Saban can work as a uh, as a transition to the new regime
2: meanwhile Bill Belichick will get another interview with the Atlanta Falcons the first time he met with the owner this time he will meet with their executive team
3: yeah seems like a lot of heat going towards that because Bill without a quarterback works so well
2: oh wait of a pair of semi wild college football nuggies, uh, former Ducks tight end Cam McCormick is now at Miami. He has been granted a ninth year of eligibility.
3: It's unbelievable. At this point, he's got to be wow. a doctor, right? He's twenty five. Like you're nine years nine. What do you? What are you, possible classes are you taking other than you trying to be a doctor? Good lord. Do you remember Jerry Glanville? I do remember Jerry Glanville. He's eighty two. Uh, I have no idea what he's up to since the Portland State, what have you. Jerry Glanville is 82. He's
2: the former Portland State coach. He has another new gig. He has been hired as defensive coordinator at Northwestern Oklahoma State. Oh, my God. Yes. You're not serious. I am serious.
3: Boy. Serious is a heart attack. Can I play the fun game of how bad is it at Northwest Oklahoma State? Can I?
2: Okay. Let me offer you this real quick because we're in the hot five of Five. Yeah.
3: Has a coach ever
2: had a worse run after being a head coach in the NFL? So he was at the Falcons. Yeah. Then he goes to Hawaii as defensive coordinator, mm-hmm. Portland State head coach, Hamilton Tiger Cats defensive coordinator, Tampa Bay Vipers defensive coordinator, TSL Conquerors head coach, Alabama Airborne head coach, Northwestern oh Oklahoma State God.
3: defensive coordinator. No. That is the No. no. Yeah, strong. strong. No. no, that's the worst. It's the worst fall Unbelievable. of all. Dan Hawkins thinks that that's a bad run. And he's still working. He's 82, Jerry. Hang really it up. Good. Is he really working, though? I would love to sit in on that. Meeting.
2: Uh The Seahawks, wait, sorry. Ravens sign running back Dalvin Cook ahead of their divisional round game against Houston. They cut Melvin Gordon from the backfield. Uh, John Harbaugh is saying it's still up in the air as to whether or not tight end Mark Andrews will play. Uh, he's been out since uh, mid-November. Meanwhile, in Pittsburgh, Mike Tomlin. Is expected to get an extension past 2024. He today said that uh, there will be a competition at quarterback, but he is back as their coach. Yeah,
3: he gave a press conference today, and he kind of was playing. He, he was joking a little bit about the the walking off. Said I'm in a little better mood today, and so you know, Tomlin's a good coach. And it goes to show you, I don't care how good of a coach you are, if you don't have a quarterback, and they haven't had one in years, it's only so far you're going.
2: And the Seahawks are now showing interest in talking with former Titans coach Mike Vrabel to replace Pete Carroll. He has already interviewed with the Chargers and the Falcons. Meanwhile, the Chargers and Broncos have interviewed uh, a name you may have forgotten. Now, the Broncos don't need a head coach, so this must be a coordinator position. But um,
3: David Shaw, yeah, yeah, that's kind of an intriguing one. Like Shaw is, he was always a guy that people thought was eventually going to go to the NFL, and I, I have just the utmost respect for david shaw it's a that would be a hell of a hire in dallas mike
2: mccarthy says defense coordinator dan quinn will be back if he does not get a head coaching job the seahawks will be interviewing him i think today
3: yeah, yeah he interviewed with the panthers earlier this week and like a lot of people thought that he was a shoe in for that seahawks job and then the green bay packers happened and it's funny how one game like that can take the shine off someone real real quick because yeah. you remember the people that are making these decisions, see Jody and see Bert. if you don't think that, one, they're morons, and two, that they are quite fickle and can be persuaded off, off of one thing, then you just don't know owners. And uh, the Bears will be interviewing Cliff Kingsbury
2: for their uh, open offensive coordinator gig.
3: We still have to find out if the Bears are going to deal Justin Fields or deal that number one overall pick. Um, all right, Rico's
2: Mexican Food brings you the Hot Five of Five, the most popular burrito spot in Oregon. Order now at Victorico's dot com. Our college football postseason crack house is coming up next on the Fam. Call from
0: mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
1: Time time with Isaac and Souk on 1080, The Fan. By
3: the way, I looked up uh, Ronnie Jones, who is the head coach of. uh, He's he's Jerry Glanville's boss. He's the Northwest Oklahoma State Rangers uh, head coach. Yeah. And former player. Would you care to guess uh, the salary of one Ronnie Jones? Because you can extrapolate this out to Jerry Glanville.
2: So, the head coach salary? Head coach salary. He's at Northwest Oklahoma State? Northwest
3: Oklahoma State. Oh, I,
2: you know. 75 grand,
3: maybe $69,000. Yeah. <laughs> that's the head coach. So, we're and and according to uh, there's a like a salary.com, there's a range uh, on that. And it looks like Jerry's probably making about 42 G's as the coordinator. What is he doing? I He's 82. I, my guess is he just can't not he can't sit still, he can't sit still, or he still. hates his wife, yeah, something like that. And you got to believe that when you're at Northwestern Oklahoma, that's got to be a pretty chill sort of gig, What town is it in? Oh, God.
0: You ever been to northwestern Oklahoma? No. Like, my dad always said that he wanted to, after he retired, do something, pump gas, anything. This is the equivalent of that, like, for my dad pumping gas. This is Jerry Glanville's pumping gas at the end of his life.
3: It's got 1,700 students, and it is in uh, Alva, Oklahoma? Oh. Anybody? I've heard of it. It's in the very... It's just outside of the panhandle. Right on the the northern tip, and it's like one county over from the Panhandle.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, dude, that is the middle of nowhere. Yeah.
3: With seventeen hundred students, and what on earth I, is he? I don't there's know. something. Something's up. <laughs> how something's do you up. How do you even something's up find that job? Like what? I have no in, idea. In, in what world does he someone must be
2: connected to the coach is the coach an old guy?
3: Uh, he's, he's like in his 60s and he's a former player.
2: Maybe like he's got a granddaughter that goes to that school or something.
3: Something, right? There's got to be something. Because there's just no way that Jerry Glanville is just out cruising the want ads <laughs> and is like, hey, there's a deep... By the way, they went 1-10 in 10 last year. Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> Low expectations, baby. Well, that but, and
2: Glanville will be the head coach in a year, right?
3: Uh, he'll probably be dead in a year. <laughs> but they play... Uh, Ottawa Baptist University, Southern Nazarene University, uh, Southeast Oklahoma State, Arkansas Tech, Harding University, East Central Oklahoma, Oklahoma Baptist, Henderson State, Southern Arkansas, and then, of course, the the big rivalry is the old Southwestern Oklahoma City uh, University Bulldogs. That's their—and by the way, they lost that one, 41-0.
2: So— this is a nice transition to our college football postseason crack house. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of little nuggies piling up here. Now, the first one is that Cam McCormick is back, and that is wild. So he's at Miami now, former Ducks tight end. Mm-hmm. Nine years of eligibility he will have received. I,
3: and it's Nine. Li- it's never been done. And by the way, this comes from a guy that played at BYU. It's we like had, a cat. We had lots of people. And by the way, that should be his nickname, is the cat.
2: Or Van Wilder. Or Van Wilder.
3: I, I played with guys that were like 24, 25 and had two, three kids, but you know, they, there was like breaks with mission service and some like went in the military. But nine years of eligibility? You I bet two of his brothers livid because he tried to get six and the NCAA told him to pound sand. Well, like
2: he's getting hurt, right? Isn't that the deal with that? Yeah, th- I
3: think he's had four season ending injuries, which is why they're 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 giving him five years to play, four season ending surgeries. You put those together, you got nine years. God
2: what is he, a narc? You, what is <laughs> maybe, it like when he goes, goes out?
3: Well, and Oh, he's at Miami now, so I he's... I was going to say, maybe he likes the... He's pulling Teddy. Well, he's got a Wooderson sort of thing. I get older, they stay the same age.
2: <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Wow. Well,
3: congratulations. I guess. <laughs> if that's what you want in your life. I I, yeah, I, don't, I don't. Oh, know. man. Maybe he thinks that there's a future in the NFL. I, I don't know. I, I But... Well, I, I got to believe at some point he's
2: running out of time. He's almost 30.
3: <laughs> I just remember Pat Tillman is one of my absolute heroes in this world. And I just remember the the story uh, in, in his biography where I forget who the head coach was, but they were going to redshirt Pat when he first got to Arizona State. <laughs> And he went to the head coach, drive me nuts, I can't think who it was at the time, but he went to the head coach and said, you can redshirt me all you want, but I'm gone in four years. He goes, I got things to do with my life, you've got me for four years, and I'm gone. So, redshirt me or not, it's not changed anything, so they didn't redshirt him. They let him play on special teams. And Cam McCormick is the exact opposite of that. I don't have things going on, and God bless you, man. It, maybe you just love college that much, Van Wilder, and, and and you like the young girls, but Jeez, bud, nine years, maybe time to turn the page. So if he loses another season to injury... They can't. He's out, right? I would assume. None of This is all unprecedented. The NCAA has never done this before. No one's ever had nine years of eligibility. He
2: was in the same recruiting class as Dylan Mitchell. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) He played with Justin Herbert. Herbert was his quarterback, (laughs) and Helfrich was his coach. It's absurd.
3: It's just absurd, but... Again, to each their own. I am not here to play goalie. i will here to assist or get out of the way. And God bless you, man.
2: Hey, one that I missed. I saw this today. I did not see this um, just in vacations and everything. Cam Ward is is at Miami now?
3: Yes. So he entered the... Well, he said he was going to... I thought he was going pro. Well, that's what he said. So he was, he was bouncing back and forth. So he was the rumored guy at Ohio State. He was the rumored guy at Miami. And then he said, no, I'm going to the NFL. And that lasted like two weeks. And then... Like, out of nowhere, uh I want to say maybe a week ago, hmm. I saw on Twitter, he had a photo of him in a, a Miami uniform, and he's like, psych! Going to that's Miami. not out of nowhere. Well, he may have gotten feedback. NIL. Well, that, and he probably got feedback from the NFL of... Hey,
2: that's a good get for Cristobal. It's
3: great get for Cristobal. Yeah,
2: great get for Cristobal. Yeah.
3: So, I mean, that was one Dude. of those... Well, Cristobal is fighting for his job. He needs a quarterback. He lost his and i'm sure that he can put into the, the nfl and probably got maybe a, let's let's say he got a fourth or a fifth round grade cuz the idea of nil being anywhere near a first or second round contract that's stupid it's like the marvin harrison thing or like people are like well you could get nil all right let's say even even at a giant school someone comes up with 4 million bucks a year which would be unprecedented realize that guaranteed money for marvin harrison junior is going to be in the neighborhood of 23 24 million dollars in the nfl you can't possibly come to that. But if you get a fourth or a fifth-round grade uh, in the NFL, you're probably talking about a signing bonus of, you know, well, let's go 300 Gs, two, 300 Gs, and then guaranteed money of, of not much. And for a, a guy like Cam Ward, he probably got $2 million from Miami and NIL. And so he, he this is probably great. He's going to get more money guaranteed at Miami than he would going to the NFL. And he's got a chance to improve his, his stock. He goes to Miami, has a great year. Maybe he moves up to a second-round pick. And by the way, this is a really deep quarterback class this year in the NFL. So if you if you go to next year, and I don't know what that class looks like, maybe it's a little bit thinner. Maybe you can weasel your way into the, you know, just simply from the, the lack of talent in next year's class as opposed to this one. So good move for Miami, good move for Cam. All right. Well, Kalen DeBoer finally has a player who
2: wants to go with him. <laughs>
1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan.
2: All right, this is our college football postseason crack house. Uh, I see where Kalen DeBoer finally got someone to jump with him to Alabama from Washington. I think this is the only player so far. It has not been a flood, but again, there's there's time uh the quarterback the 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 freshman quarterback that redshirted you never saw him play yeah but he's from uh northern california uh four-star kid he is going to alabama six six by the way
3: yeah he was the uh six he was the kind of the the hope because they're austin mack is the is, is the the kid and they've lost their entire quarterback room and so the 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 hope was, hey, we, we have Austin Mack and he'll be the future. You're talking about Washington. Washington.
2: Yeah, they were they were going to try to hold on to him.
3: Yeah, he was like going to be the one holdout. So I, I do believe now they've lost basically their – and and I, I know they have guys coming in, but if I'm not mistaken, I believe their entire quarterback room is gone. It's also the first time that I can remember, and I saw a couple of reporters that were talking about this, uh, that they've never seen it. There is not a single player from their offense that's coming back. They have lost all 11 – uh, all the backup quarterbacks, including the future one here in Austin Mac, and I think six of the six or seven of then the backups on offense are all gone as well. I mean, there's this is nothing left. This is a little Colorado esque. It will be an entire, that's crazy. It will be an entirely different team, and there's still hope that because there's a bunch of Arizona players in the portal right now, like and
2: nine th- of them, right?
3: Yeah, nine entered now. Fafita and McMillan the two best players, um, the the star receiver and, and, and the quarterback, um, they have not entered the portal as of yet, but they got 30 days when their coach leaves. So, And I guess there's some talk that people are telling uh, uh, Fish to mind his own effing business because there's some reports that he is illegally contacting players. Fish can't talk to his old players until they enter the portal. Once they enter the portal, they can have that, but apparently Fish, shocker, is trying to get guys to come with one they're a hell of they're they're great players that he knows very well and two washington needs guys on offense so we'll see what happens but uh, alabama has has faced a transfer portal exodus which is quite bad but it's not like washington's washington between the nfl and and the the transfer portal it is both sides of the ball but especially on offense it is absolutely gutted their two stud freshmen interior offensive linemen. Well, all three interior offensive linemen are in the portal, and two of them are freshmen. One was the freshman of the year. One started basically every game this year at center, and they were the future of that O-line. Both tackles went to the NFL. It's just devastating. So anyone that, that thinks that I, I keep hearing from people that are like, oh, you know, it's you know, it's the portal in Washington will be fine. You just don't Colorado. You don't replace this level of talent. You 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 can't. Well, in one year, you can't do it. Yeah, you,
2: you well, you're going to have to try. Yes. You have to get somebody. Yeah. And it will be interesting to see how uh what's his nuts uh, fish does with that. I I don't
3: know, I just part of me just thinks this is the new college football. Yeah, it is, but not to this Level and and again, had it happened earlier, Washington yeah, but, could have been more active in the portal. And there's still the spring portal, but no, I get it. But this I, I hurts. Just,
2: it's like, what's the difference? It's all relative. Yeah. Um. They were going to be gutted anyway. They weren't going to be good.
3: And 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 they still. I mean, I'm not saying they they're going to be bad, but they ain't they ain't competing for championships next year. I just I think sometimes the the idea of the portal, people are. I'm not gonna say that people are ignorant, um, but they're just misguided. It's again, it's Colorado. Like, you know, Oh, do do you believe in us now? No, no, I don't, because you can find some skilled players, but you can't replace you can't replace NFL tackles. You can't replace young freshmen that were good and and battle tested. You can't find five guys to come in. Uh, Fish even said it uh, at his introductory press conference. And and look, give him time. And I, I think he'll be fine. The guy can recruit. Did a great job at Arizona. But he, he said that in the NFL, you don't build teams through free agency. doesn't work. Anyone that wins free agency, you just look at that team, you're like, dude, you're whatever. Like you, We just dismiss you. Uh, you got a lot of hype around you, and it never leads anywhere. You build through the draft, and you fill in through free agency. And that's what college is. You have to hit. The core group that you have to have is guys that you recruit, build, and develop. And then you fill in portal. You fill in the 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 quarterback you fill in the bo Nicks you go out and you get a Birch you go out and you get a stud Jordan Addison you get guys like that right you get Caleb Downs from Alabama but and there's also a difference between getting a Caleb Downs or a Jordan Addison or a Bo Nicks that have that are played and seasoned and, and Bo may be a, a bad example because he kind of got run out of town. But Dylan Gabriel you know Dylan Gabriel's gonna be good. We've got to stop too with the idea of oh this kid was a former four star kid and went to Michigan cool. I uh, he, he never played at Michigan. He had four catches. There may be some potential there, but you know, it's like he, he, like oh, he he's from Alabama. Cool. Is there a reason why Alabama got rid of him? Cuz that, that there's a difference between when Caleb Downs, who's the stud freshman uh safety, probably the best player in the portal right now for Alabama, when he leaves, that guts you. But when the the, the fifth string corner that Alabama didn't want enters the portal, he may turn out to be something, but There's a reason why Alabama didn't want him. There's a reason why Alabama told that kid to go somewhere else. So we just need to be a little more honest about what the transfer portal is. Think about it as NFL free agency. It's a great way to fill in holes and gaps. It is not a substitute for recruiting. It is not a substitute for building the core of a team. And you're going to find it out this year with some teams, just like Colorado found it out. Colorado was all puffing their chest out for the first two weeks, and then they started playing big boy football. And you found out that the portal – when when you have five offensive linemen that are brand new through the portal, uh, I I just tell you right now you ain't going to a bowl game. You just you're just not. So
2: Austin Mack is headed to uh, Bama. He'll have four years of eligibility. He redshirted at Washington. Um, all right, I have late breaking news on DeAndre Ayton. You want it?
3: Yeah. Is he is he is he left the house?
2: Well, no. Somebody texted me. One of our listeners texted me, and <laughs> they they were involved in the sale of the house so you knew where it was. Oh, okay. It's in Vancouver.
3: That's what I that was what I heard is that he bought the most expensive home for sale at the time in Southwest and by Washington.
2: the way, it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's on the water. It, it, he said it's very hill. It's hilly and it's just Okay. It's a hard it's in Vancouver. Yeah, I I thought he maybe lived in the West Hills.
3: I had heard that too, that he had bought or the West very Lynn. fancy uh Vancouver mansion, but I thought maybe he hadn't moved into it yet or it was being renovated. I've heard yeah. that too, but I How about that. I, I hadn't been able to uh the Coov confirm that.
2: Well you Look know. at us just crapping all over West Lynn and <laughs> in our inability to get out of West
3: Lynn <laughs> it in was, the ice. It's pretty bad in the Couve. Uh, and, and if and it's down on the water, yes, there are a lot of hills that, that go getting down. Getting up out of there yeah, could be would be very hard. Quite challenging. And maybe with the wind coming off of the uh, the water there, the that, that lake. Got to get to that lake, or in this yeah. case, the river. Uh, it could have been problematic. Well, it was I'm go to that lake.
2: problematic, Jason. Not could have been, <laughs> it, it, was, it was.
3: And probably still is
2: yes. for that poor guy. Yeah. All right, um, are you ready for the Irrelevant Bowl? That will wrap up our college football postseason crack house.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Prime time with Isaac and Souk on 1080 The Fan.
2: Well, Jace, if you were hoping for the irrelevant bowl, the matchup of uh, the two worst teams in college football in a bowl game, Mm -hmm. it will not happen. (laughs) <laughs> Lame. I actually think it's a great idea. 100%. I'd rather
3: watch that than two six-win teams.
2: Yeah, and my Jayhawks would have played in it multiple times. Yeah. We would be irrelevant bowl Hall of Famers. <laughs> but uh, it doesn't exist. Put it, it someplace won't. nice and those fan bases would go. Well, yeah, I think. So they're saying uh, this was a some guy. He's a promoter in Southern California. His name is Rory Engelbrecht. Okay. Okay. And he proposed this. He he actually proposed that the two worst teams in college football play every year in something called the Irrelevant Bowl. But the NCAA would never issue, this is according to Brett McMurphy, he, the NCAA would never issue the necessary waivers allowing for the proposed bowl to take place. Hmm. He said...
3: It'd be viewed as like a slight. And who, oh, probably. How do you who's the worst?
2: Yeah, the NCAA getting all...
3: Yeah, I know.
2: Yeah, I guess... Teams probably would be
3: fighting to play in the irrelevant bowl. Would they, or would they? I mean, I guess it'd be money, extra, extra m- practices, extra and- month of practice. Yeah. You get more revenue. You're like, hey, no, we suck worse than you. Like an ongoing fight.
2: Uh, he said cities would put in bids within the
3: first quarter of the
2: year to host it. According to the release, the city selected as the host site would retain all event revenue, including ticket sales, concessions, and parking fees. Well, that's not going to sit well with the NCAA. I would no. think no. He says, no polls, no rankings, no controversy, just two winless or near-winless teams looking for redemption and one elusive win. (laughs) Knowing that the NCAA has become more flexible with the number of teams uh, to qualify for a bowl, I will petition the NCAA asking them to grant a waiver in 2024 so that two (laughs) teams would be eligible to play in the inaugural Irrelevant Bowl. (laughs) Denied. I would love to see that. That would be great. I think think one year it might have been Oregon State-Kansas. We talked
3: about it. You know, like UW a couple could, years ago? UW could have played in that one year that yeah. when, when they went over. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you who find, would it have been this last year? I can look up. I mean, there's so many crappy conferences, right? I mean, because we're not limiting this to the Power Five, right? Oh, I kind of want. You want just the Power Five? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want East Carolina, you know? Well, or Akron. Yeah. I can look in because they, they, yeah, they do the, the full rankings. Um, you know, every year. Well, who's and, last? Uh, I gotta, I gotta pull it up because if you just do it, they give you the. Is it Iowa? They do, they do the one through twenty five. We don't want the one through twenty five. We want the full oh, deal. Oh, by the way, did you know
2: that Iowa is still without an offensive coordinator? Yeah, we
3: haven't had a hire yet.
2: Day seventy nine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, what's his nuts? Uh, Paul Crist turned him down. <laughs> that was a good get if they could get him. That'd be a great one. But he's at Texas, and he was like, "Yeah, no, thanks.
3: I don't want anyone." To I like I, I I want them to go like uh, Bill Belichick and I want him to hire like a defensive coordinator go hire his other son because I just I sounds love, like a job for
2: Matt Patricia.
3: Well, I I said before someone needs to have the balls out there to hire the the greatest the greatest duo of all time, which would be I, I don't know who the head coach would be, but someone needs to hire Brian Ferentz to run their offense. And um, oh god, who is the the USC defense coordinator? I'm blanking on his name. Um, Alex Grinch. Alex Grinch. That's what I want to see. I want someone to have the balls to do that and let those two leaders of men run a mighty powerhouse football team <laughs> with like Dan Hawkins as the head coach.
2: Looks to me like this year it would be possibly Indiana. Okay. Um, Colorado would be a candidate. <laughs> I tell you what, they'd draw.
3: <laughs> they would,
2: although they had a better record than Stanford and Arizona State, but worse in the league. Yeah. So it's kind of cl- this year. It's kind of close. We didn't have anybody who was shockingly bad. Vanderbilt was two and ten.
3: Yeah. So this is uh, if, if we're not. I got the list. They ranked 133 teams. Who's Kent, uh This was from CBS. Okay. So this was this mm-hmm. is like if they did the the poll. So Kent State was technically the worst. Okay. At one and eleven, and. Uh, they would have played Akron. Uh, that was two and ten. Now, if we're going Man. Power Five, yeah. I'll Give scroll up. Five. Let me scroll. It's up. probably Vandy. Vandy's two and ten. They're one hundred and eleventh, and maybe Arizona State. Scrolling, scrolling. Nope, it'd be Indiana and Vanderbilt. Indiana. Okay. Yeah. Well, you want to watch that? I would teeing that up. I Indiana would Indiana and Vanderbilt. You put that thing like in Hawaii or the Bahamas or whatever, and yeah, I'm watching that thing. They already have a game in the Bahamas. Yeah, I know, but I'm the saying It's got to be someplace nice. You know, you can't put that thing in. How about Vegas? Oh, there you go. Yeah, give give the kids a reward. You know, yeah, put that thing in Vegas. Let's go. They're all hungover and
2: <laughs> drunk, throwing up on the field.
3: No one went over. Kent State was the worst no. at one and eleven.
2: Yeah, Vanderbilt in Power Five, I think. No one even had one win. No. Vanderbilt was the worst at
3: two wins. Vanderbilt was the worst at, at two, and then Indiana was three, Baylor was three, Virginia was three, Ari- Arizona State was three, Cincinnati was three, Stanford was How three. How about Baylor? What happened to Dave Aranda? Boy, that thing fell off the map, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I like that guy. Yeah, and you know, for a little bit there, they were, were cooking. So I don't know if that's a blip on the radar or if that was whoops. You know, wasn't. Uh, we'll we'll find out. My guess is you have another season like that, and you're. Your ass is gonna get fired. Because you know, Baylor has expectations to be the art brow. Baylor for a while under art brows, they were rolling. I mean Baylor was a good team. Man. Right now. <laughs> yeah, bring him back. He ain't doing anything. All right. Well, that's it
2: for sports talk. Let's get to the club. I've got shark bite news. Uh, who is playing Richard Simmons? And
3: <laughs> that has pissed off Richard Simmons. Human head news.
2: Uh, it is 555 on the fan.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.